He sometimes wears glasses to see what others don't. In past lives, he was always himself. He doesn't wear Nike, yet he still does it. He's Shepard Ampelis, and you are listening to his show. Friday, March 10th. We got Marshall Masters with us in studio. Yes. We got we got everyone, the whole crew is here. We're ready to commentate uh, on I guess the Anunnaki invasion because there is a lot of evidence that Planet X might be returning. I know we'll probably be getting into that. Uh, we'll probably be getting into the whole global geopolitical spectrum. As well, Mark Matheny's with us. Rained Out Rantcast is also joining us. Marshall, what in the hell is going on? We got atmospheric rivers in California. We got chemical plants blowing up everywhere. Solar flares popping off. Chunks of the sun breaking off. They're saying rogue planets moving through our system are normal now. Tell us what's going on. <laughs> What's going on? We're mushrooms. We live in the dark and eat shit. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's the way, you know, we're living in a, in a world of mystery. We got to wait for the crumbs to fall off the table. And we run out like hungry little mice and snatch up the crumbs, run back onto the baseboards before the Roomba gets us. And uh, it's tough, but I'm following, a, I'm getting a whole flood of a lot of stuff. What really got my interest is that now they're, the ET angles coming up, Planet X is coming up. I will tell you, I am seeing a lot more videos coming in from people now that the COVID restrictions are relaxing a little. Uh, there's, I just got one in that was just stellar. And what excites me is the people that are getting the captures, they understand how to do it. And so this guy's driving down the road and he captures it. And as he's and he's doing about 50, 60 miles an hour. Good clip. He's got it. There's Nemesis to the right of the sun. And Nemesis is tracking perfectly with the sun. And as with the truck, as it is moving down the road. All right. And then he takes a curve and Nemesis goes behind trees. You can see it behind trees and it comes out again. And he's explaining this and he's doing it. And that was the most exciting thing about the video. Yeah. People are really waking up on how to talk this. There's a lady that uh, was doing something similar in Arizona she was bending down on the ground and zooming in and you could see sun flare everywhere else, but Nemesis wasn't moving. Um, there, it appears from what people are saying in some of the videos that I'm getting that there's only a real brief window that this thing is visible in the morning or something for a real short period. And this kind of matches up with some of the old lore that we've heard about Planet X in a, in a weird way. And I find that really fascinating. 
Well, it is. When we're talking about Planet X, we're talking about a small system. And you have Nemesis, which is at the core of the system. And it's a brown dwarf star. And then you have planets and moons in orbit around it. And all of this in what's called a mini constellation is an orbit around the sun. And we're in tracking orbits with Nemesis, nearly tracking. It's on the opposite side of the sun, but we are slowly, slowly, slowly merging like this. And uh, when it reaches its point of perihelion, we're going to see it. And right now, it's in a phase of its orbit where it is going into high acceleration. Uh, because this is what happens with an object that is in a comet-like long orbit, inclined. Uh, it is. It just comes up. It's Kepler, you know, Kepler's law, planetary motion. And when it comes up, it's like uh, in an amusement park. The ride, the whip. You know, you go around the big Whoa, turnbuckle. Yeah. Okay, and it's right. that big turnbuckle acceleration that it's going into now, and right. that's why we're starting to see more of it. It is bringing everything to the foreground. And what I find interesting is we're seeing a lot of people talking about alien false flag mm -hmm. that there's going to be project blue beam projectors they're going to create a fake panic and i started i saw this and it was boy this is really interesting because in 2013 uh i received a prophecy while writing a book being in it for the species the universe speaks and the whole book uh being in the species being in it for the species is about the anunnaki the whole book is about how do we what are they going to do to us it's in three parts first part of the book is what are they going to do to us second part of the book is what are we going to do collectively as nations and then third is what can we do as individuals assuming our nations fail miserably and the winner of Ash Prophecy was given, and there is a, a ground zero deep impact event. And it is, as I put in this new series, I've just put up a 10-part series called Ground Zero and the Obliteration of NATO. Here's a spoiler. Ain't the Russians who do it. All right. It's the Anunnaki. And I'm explaining all of this, which comes out of my prophecy that I received in 2013 from a group of guides called the Elohim. Mm -hmm. And I did this also with another psychic and uh, another researcher. So we were a team. We worked on it for several months. And then I published the book. And a lot of my readers tell me it's still their favorite because uh, it's a very interesting read because you're actually, what we did was we let the guides speak in their own voices. So it's not oh, an interpretation. Wow. You're actually, when you're reading uh, the passages from the guide Carlos or from Aaron, uh -huh. uh, you're it's them speaking. It's a direct channel. It's a channeled book. So literally, I was, you know, at that point in my life, I was, my psychic strength was very strong and now, the the guides, I, just let, I just allowed the guides to speak through me 
The CIA has even used this technique to remote view Mars and and various um, things like that, right? So um, there's a lot of, uh, uh, I guess you would say, backing uh, to this stuff for the people out there that are are just like, well, whatever, you know, um, they can go check into it. Um, There's declassified CIA documents um on it and stuff uh it's i mean remote viewing stuff like that very fascinating channeling um marshall where they've hidden so much from us they've hidden technology they've hidden information and it's it's way beyond levels that that people really realize and um understand typically because it's to the point that almost everything that we are shown or or taught literally is part of some type of apparatus now or agenda so pretty much almost everything is compromised and we as people have to learn how to sift through all of that um as these anunnaki are returning Mm -hmm. uh, there you know we've heard that people are you know, governments are going to activate blue beam and stuff. And, um, you know, I'm, I have this weird, um, thought where they'll do, blue beam, but it's going to be kind of almost like a weird reverse blue beam. So, so as we get to the point to where people are really seeing Anunnaki in the skies and stuff, the government will, um, do blue beam heavily but they'll get busted doing it so for instance they'll try to fail at it so that people will say see it's blue beam and really the anunnaki are here because they're going to try to ward off uh, mass psychosis events as long as possible um marshall in new york and other cities they've now passed laws to where they can go round up mentally ill people and basically do anything they want with them at that point, detain them indefinitely. It feels like that's all part of it. And then we hear about this new Trank drug and the zombie apocalypse and the CDC and DOD plans for a zombie apocalypse, the uh, wormwood and zombie viruses. There's a new zombie virus they said that they uncovered in the uh, Antarctic lately that's 50 uh over 50,000 years old or something like that i think they said and you know it could be a cover story i don't know it could be real um i'm starting to think that um they're planning a lot of cover stories now we talked about these arc storms no, um noah and the usgs came out and they started compiling all this data and all these white papers and getting scientists together and preparedness planners together to deal with these, what they're calling arc storms, literally like Noah's Ark storms. And this was back in 2017. And they said, look, we're gonna have atmospheric rivers coming through. And I started warning people reading these white papers. And I was like, well, get ready because Planet X is coming because now I'm seeing the rhetoric in these white papers. And mm-hmm. sure enough, now here we are, and now uh, we got California going into atmospheric rivers almost daily. Now they're telling people they need at least two weeks of supplies and preparedness because all hell is going to break loose. Marshall, um, John Moore, and others talked about 
400 mile an hour, 1,000 mile an hour straight line winds, the Mississippi splitting in half. Like, you know, how how do you think this is going to ramp up? What do you think? What do you think the time periods are? And we have contracts. The United States has contracts with foreign governments to house displaced citizens, and those contracts extend through 2024. So, you know, my best guess is they're expecting something big by the end of 2024. What, what do you think on that front? Well, 24 is when things really start cooking. Um, that's when, in the 2024 timeframe, is when we expect Planet X or Nemesis actually to achieve uh, perihelion with the sun, which is its closest distance to the sun in its orbit. And the orbit is actually 3,600 lunar years. So it's quite long, and it doesn't spend that much time up in the only spins when it comes around to the northern skies, it's going to be here uh, for several, for a few decades. And then it spends the rest of that time in the southern skies where we're just, uh, we don't see it coming. This is really kind of like, we're to point, uh, there was a, there was this monk who's talking about COVID and he had a brilliant analogy. And he was saying, we're in a point right now where it's like 1914 in Europe. Mm -hmm. And the very last summer when people are traveling the continent and enjoying themselves and having a good time. And absolutely had nobody had any, any inkling that all of a sudden we would go through several years of war in which millions and millions of people would die. Right. Nobody really foresaw that coming. Uh, they were vacationing in 1914. And then, boom, you know, uh, next thing you know. And it's, it's going to happen. We have a, a whole convergence of factors. Uh, you know, we have a population that has been dumbed down. We're not, uh, we're not critical thinkers. We're consumer bubble thinkers, consumer bubble babies. Uh, physically, we are not prepared for the adversities of what's going to come with the flyby. So humanity's really been set up uh, quite eloquently for a near extinction level event during this coming flyby of the nemesis system. And there's also going to be, we're going to have to contend with the Anunnaki. And, you know, when we talk about the Anunnaki, then you're talking about Zachariah Sitchin, 12th planet. And uh, I knew Sitchin. I really have a tremendous amount of res respect for him. I think if I were to describe, you know, my life since then, I, I would just say I've been chasing Sitchin's beast mm -hmm. and <clears throat> his mission was to find out really who we are because it's ex existential we have to deal with that uh, what I am saying in this series on my site you just come see it I have it up on Odyssey that's where I'm hosting it on my at Yao books platform on Odyssey. Can't put it up on YouTube. I mean, right. 
oh my god you know right. that place has gone to the dark side but uh, uh I, i'm terrified to do anything on youtube these days yeah. because you know yeah. uh, some 20 something with a, an espresso buzz could just say oh you're out boom and it's like, oh yeah god. right where they get a letter from the FBI or some government agency. Yeah, they got them embedded down there, you know? Yeah, you know, so there right is no there is no free speech, at least on Odyssey. It's a, a nice thing about Odyssey is it uses the library, and which is an open source project. And mm -hmm. you go into a, uh, a blockchain, much like Bitcoin. So it's very, very difficult to d delete your work. And I like right. that. So that's the reason why I shifted from YouTube to Odyssey. Because uh, I'm just really servicing my own audience. But if you go to my site, YOWUSA.com, and you watch my series, which is titled Ground Zero and the Obliteration of NATO. Ground Zero and the Obliteration of NATO. I like it. Well, folks, I'll tell you, here's a spoiler. It ain't the Russians. Okay. That's scary. Because I feel I, I always felt like this would happen. Um, you know, uh, in the Bible, they talk about, um, you know, wars and wars, you know, all the wars and destruction that comes in the end times and people fighting. And, um, you know, I was often I was just thinking, like, dang, you know, d do people really start fighting when these uh, Anunnaki come back, or do the Anunnaki just start kicking ass and it appears like that? You know, I, I was running some of this through my head. That is absolutely fascinating. We're with Marshall Masters. I'm going to take a quick break for the sponsor, Noble Gold. Uh, definitely check out. You're going to want to check out Noble Gold and. Um, you know, go to the link in the description because you can go over there and check out their free gold IRA guide. And it's a good way to get into gold because, hey, Biden and them are in our bank accounts. They're uh, trying to go crypto, crypto, digital, all this stuff. So always have metals like lead, gold, and silver. Silver for the werewolves. Yeah. Actually, yeah, uh, this may sound kind of nutty, but I think it's a good time to harvest nickels. Mm. Uh, there's this billionaire. Mm -hmm. We found out, I, this, I was talking with a guy who's a commodity broker for the Southern Hemisphere. What's going on down there, especially with Australia going completely off the cliff, is yeah. pretty interesting. And... But what he told me, he says, there's a billionaire who's been buying $1 million worth of nickels every month. Really? Yeah. And none of them now, are nickel, real. here's the thing about nickel is that you can't make armor plate without it. All right. Mm -hmm. We, you make, we make stainless steel. You need that. You need nickel steel. That's strong steel. Um, and the amazing thing is the reason why he's buying is that in the United States, the nickel mines played out during World War II, so we have to import it. Okay. So if you get a nickel, it's it's it weighs five grams, and it is cladded, so it is actually twenty five percent nickel and seventy five percent copper, and so mm -hmm. the coins 
have real intrinsic value as a base metal, not as a noble metal. Now, uh, and we go back to an agrarian society after all this is done. We'll literally be like the 1800s. A nickel is going to buy a whole lot. Well, because you'll be able to forge things with them or, or whatever, right? When 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 it would be hard to obtain metals and stuff like that, certain metals, is that what you're saying too, for making uh, things like the armor and whatnot? Yeah, you could use it for that. It's the inherent, although the landfills, if you want to recycle metal, are our, our, our landfills are amazing, amazing places. Oh my gosh, we have gold, silver, anything you want. Uh, you just got to pull it out of the, you know, the stuff that's been junked. And it's there if you have little time. They do this in third world. A lot of people make their living recycling our trash just to get gold, silver, and other metals. Uh, but the reason why <clears throat> the, I look at I think it's a smart thing for people to do is to get, you know, and this is for, for the guys that are, they're going, man, I, you know, I'm already living on credit cards, you know, to buy groceries. <laughs> yeah. I can't go, you know, buy investment coin. And what I would say is, look, you got a hundred bucks, go buy a hundred dollars worth of nickels, put it under the bed. All right. Because I'm old enough that I can remember as a little guy in britches, knee pants, I could, for a nickel, I could buy a Coca-Cola or a candy bar or a hot dog. All right? So you got $100 worth of nickels sitting under your bed. You can buy a lot of hot dogs. And it gives you some peace of mind. Um, and I think in the long run, gold and silver are going to be good during transition from this economy to an agrarian economy, but in an agrarian economy, crypto, uh, fiat currency, all that, no one's going to be interested. That's all nonsense. It's all contrived. Right. They're going to want the real stuff. All right. And the real deal. That's it. It's going to go back to the real deal. And coinage is going to be worth it, what it used to be. The value of our coinage is horrifically depressed because we're a fiat economy. and uh, But once the fiat collapses, once people are using fiat to paper their houses as wallpaper, uh, you know, a, a bunch of nickels, dimes, and quarters, whatever in your pocket, they're going to go a long, long way. I had some Hillary Clinton uh, toilet paper one time. Yeah, you can get a Hillary Clinton on toilet paper. I use that. Oh. I didn't even keep it like a like most people like hold on to it like it's funny. I was just like nah, I'm using that. <laughs> but uh I we're everything is in a state of insanity on the verge of collapse right now. It is. We don't know uh and there's so much confusion and nobody knows what to believe or what to trust. And this is by intention. Because the confusion divides us. And as long as we're divided, we're equally, easily conquered. And Marshall, what do you think? Um, what do you think about the solar activity? And you, you got into solar sprites before and stuff, but like there was gas stations blowing up in Mexico, uh, all these chemical plants. And I started thinking like, could these, could this be like Carrington events? And then they're going to blame it on the Russians. Um, you know, no, I think I think they're using beam weapons. Uh huh. I think that there's a lot of stuff they're doing right now. 
look, the Anunnaki are returning, and here's the basic, the gist of it. All right. Do you think that in the Ukraine, whoever's the boss when they get here is going to be the boss when they leave? Right, right, right. And Deep. so everyone, what we have are competing forces. Mm -hmm. All right to get in position to deal with what is coming. And there's, and we're going through a tremendous amount of insanity right now. And what I would say to people is it's important to understand, to be able to think outside the box, mm -hmm. to go, what if you never know, because everything we're being told every, the, it, it and the propaganda also comes from the right, comes from the left. I mean, let's right. be honest with you know the white hats and they're fighting the good fight. And I want to don't want to down them, but look back over the years. You know how many years did we hear twenty twenty is going to be secure? That didn't work out so good. How many times have we heard? Hey, we just got our asses kicked, but we got them where we want them, right? And, yeah, and doesn't it seem the goalposts are always moving away? Exactly. You know, I'm starting to feel like the proverbial donkey chasing the oh, carrot yeah. on a stick. Oh, yeah. And so it's, I believe the white hats have the initiative. They have the upper hand, but they don't control. Rant's got this article pulled up. Motherships in the solar system are possible. Um, what do you think about that Oumuamua? Because... The thing came in and it was moving all around. They were like, this thing's in under intelligent control. It's cigar-shaped asteroid. Uh, and it was doing all these turns and speeding back up. And uh, they, then they said there was some NASA rocket floating around like a helium balloon going all over. And I'm just wondering well, how they're doing. I didn't. They're like probes or something. Um, like, you know, what do you think? is going on or do, or do you think that data is just skewed uh have you got into the um, uh at Here's all what i think i think in terms of how we see the world mm -hmm. you ever seen an ant farm in a yeah. biology class or whatever you know the it's got the the glass walls and you uh, can see yeah. where the ants are burrowing in and yeah, we can sit there cool. And we can get our noses right up to the glass and we can look at the ants and all that. And what I think are the ants really in ant farm? The ants are seeing these big blurs on the other side of the glass. Yeah. All right. And we're just these big moving blurs and they can't figure out what the hell we are. But we see them as clear as possible. I think there are a lot of races that are actually engaged. They're involved. We are a species on the verge of breakout. Mm -hmm. Okay. We are ready. Either we're going to go one or two ways. This is you know, what we're told by the Hopi prophecy rock that we're going to hit a, we're hitting, we've hit a fork in the road where we either continue taking the low path, so to speak. That's not going to look out. This, it's going to be bad for us. It's going to be dark and it's going to be awful. Or we take the high road. All right. Yeah. The noble path. And it, if noble. we follow the noble path, the noble we path. will self free ourselves. We are a slave species. Rant. We are a slave species. Okay. 
And that's the reason why it is so easy to kill us with this COVID poison vaccine. All right. It's so easy to kill. And the people that are going to die from it, mm -hmm. the vast majority, there are some that redeem themselves and they go, you know, that was a dumb thing for me to do. I better get my life turned around. Okay. Yeah. They're very few. The majority of them are, they're as woke as hell about it. And they're going to be woke as hell to their last breath. And uh, they're going to go, I was wonderful. And the deniers nope. were the monsters. And then pff, they're going to croak and they're going to die. They're not going to die well. They're going to, the way they're going to die is really awful. Right. And guys, you know, we are in the next few years, we're going to see a huge dieback event that is going concurrently with this Planet X flyby. Between the flyby, which then brings its own disasters, including a pool shift, after all is said and done, there's going to be about 2 billion people left on the planet in about 10 years. We are just like the deep we're sitting report. here, and it is literally... 1914 Europe and people yeah, are having a good time. You know, they have no idea. There's shit going on. Did you see that thing I tweeted rant? It was weird. Someone uh, sent it in. I think it was mm -hmm. Trish. Um, I've I mean, seen it flooding in the desert. The, yeah. I mean, there's Mark, just, you know, how uh, cracks in the, like uh, when Nemesis comes through, the planet could stop. It's rotation, right? Well, they're, they're and the then, yeah, and then they come out a couple yeah, months ago and core stop. <laughs> like, I think that's the magnetic breaking. There, it's a cover for it. What do you think, Marshall? Like the magnetic breaking and the core stopping is that the reports are are depicting? All of that is described in my book, Surviving the Planet X Tribulation. I published it in 2015, and guess what? You know. It is you nailed it. consistent. It's just hitting and hitting and hitting. And the book is consistent. And what will happen is with the we're during this pull shift event, and this is this pull shift event is like a BOGO deal, you know, buy one, get one free. because <laughs> yeah. uh, there's more than one kind of pull shift. Right. The pull shift everybody thinks about first is a magnetic pole shift. Right. The South Pole and North Pole flip. Well, we're we're already going in that direction. And when it does when it does do the actual flip one day, it's gonna be pretty fast and we're going to have a lot of crazy things. And when mm -hmm. I'm looking at you know the kind of atmospheric anomalies that we're having, the rivers that you were talking about in California. Uh, that's, I'm wondering, is this related to this ongoing, uh, shift in I our, think it is. I think magnetic it's, pull because I, I think mean, it's the rampant period, Marshall, because, um, mm -hmm. when, when I think it's the rampant period. And when they, when they talk about these, uh, arc storms, mm -hmm. they, in this arc storm scenario that the USGS put out there, they literally talk about it. Like they're like, 
when the arc storm happens. So they kind of talk like arc storms, you're going to start seeing them, but then they start talking like almost like there's a mother of arc storms that they're expecting. And I'm thinking, great. You know, the, I mean, it really looks like Planet X planning. It looks like FEMA was activated. It looks like uh, all of that just goes right into uh, place. And, um, you know, like with the invisible enemy and the continuity of government and just how they can position themselves. They're talking about more near earth objects being pushed in. Mm -hmm. uh, just, you know, you were saying an impact event. I mean, things are happening. Look, we're talking about an Anunnaki invasion right here on the Shepherd Ambella show, which airs Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central on ATN.live. Also, Noble Gold is a precious metals IRA company that can help you invest in gold, silver, and other precious metals. You can invest in the form of coins, bars, or bullion at very competitive prices. Noble Gold provides no pressure agents and industry experts for any assistance you may need. The founders of Noble Gold have created a unique company that puts a strong emphasis on customer education first. If you want to learn how to best protect your retirement with gold and silver, get a free gold IRA guide from Noble Gold. Yeah, thanks for that, Mark. Um, yeah, go to Noble Gold. Links in the description. Get your gold because you're going to need it. Uh, everything else is going out of style. We got Mark Matheny with us, Rained Out Rantcast, Marshall Masters, and we are on the Shepherd Ambella Show live. Um, Marshall, uh, what do you think they're doing over in the Ukraine? Because um, they've talked about these arc cities like in new zealand uh where these elite want to go uh they have plans I, I started thinking about it you know that ukraine either that's going to be a place where like they're expecting a big impact and they're gonna claim there's a war there and get people out of the region and keep them away from that area or that's an area they all are going to some type of arc city and they're acting like it's a war zone. They can restrict airspace and they can all fly in. You know, um, it seems like the nations are generally under the UN banner and all that. So they're probably all going to cooperate and know what's going on, in, in my opinion. Um, but, like, what's your take on that, Marshall? Well, I did business in Russia for seven years, was there 11 times. I had a travel business. I asked, uh, I did uh, independent travelers and groups. Uh, I had a tour agency and I did the former states of the Soviet Union, including Ukraine, but also Latvia, Lithuania, and so forth. And uh, Ukraine is, Ukraine's flat, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, you got to have a reason you want to go to Ukraine. It's like family, something like that. And so it was not a big tourist destination, although it's one hell of a breadbasket for the world. And that's one of the things that is going to impact who everyone is going to feel it is uh, this breadbasket has really been clobbered and it's one we can ill afford. But 
the the thing is nato the un this this is the west you know wants to go and crush russia and the russians i know the russians did business with them was there i didn't stay in hotels i i could do whatever i wanted i was an operator i stayed in homes so i could meet people and talk you know get the character and nature of the people they mm. don't want to lose do they don't like losing. We're okay with losing. Uh, ever since, ever since Korea, we've always we've we just lose on a regular basis, and we're and we still you know raise the flags and have the parades. Um, so we're we're very good losers. The most proficient military at the world, and the most losing leadership of any corp country. Uh, with Putin, Putin is they keep calling him KGB, communist, whatever. Putin. All right, grew up in St. Petersburg, and his father was in the war, gravely wounded. His mother fought, was in the war. She was in a factory worker. He grew up in a city devastated with a million dead from starvation as a result of the Nazis. And now he's seeing German tanks, and you know, with <laughs> once again coming down the road. And he's talking about that, and he doesn't like it very much. The Russian people are behind him. What is really powerful for all these people that goes, he's a communist, is the Russian Orthodox Church is solidly behind him, solidly. That is his power base. If he didn't have the Orthodox Church, this would not be happening. All right. Uh, Mark Matheny, They have the military. They're going to go through Ukraine like shit through a goose. And if we provoke it, it will go nuclear. These people are as serious as a heart attack, and we're a bunch of goddamn idiots taunting the beast. Mark Matheny, what's your assessment of Marshall Mather's assessment? Uh, because I know you were talking a lot about this region lately on your program, and uh, I would like to get your take as well. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, we got to remember that... Um, before 2014, you had um, Yanukovych in, who was pro-Russian, who basically got along with the, you know, more so than anybody else. And so they had to commit this coup and take Yanukovych out, put Poroshenko in, so that uh, the Western powers could start making deals. Remember, they made deals uh, back in 2000 and before that. Um, with Russia stating uh, that they would not expand NATO in those areas. They basically made oral agreements with him. And Putin, for the most part, you know, stood by that and said, okay. And then when they started moving in, uh, this is when uh, in 2000, um, Putin asked Bill Clinton if, you know, would you have a problem if Russia became a part of NATO? And, uh, and Bill Clinton and them said, you, you can't. And um, and they had a plan under Obama to take back Crimea to try to take the Russian airport there. Um, and so this is why they set up the anti-corruption league there. They started funneling billions of dollars in uh, through, uh, you know, a corrupt uh, Privat Bank and that um, so that they could try to take back the Donetsk region in order to make uh, the full country of, you know, NATO, uh, a NATO country, and then set up nuclear 
uh, strike missiles and everything closer to Russia to be able to hit them. And of course, Putin knew that and Putin was on to it and said, look, this is not going to happen. So me personally, I agree with what Putin did. I mean, um, Putin, just like uh, Master said, uh, came in when uh, the United States tried to carve up Russia, solidified it throughout the billionaires and said, you know, we're going to, you know, he said, we're going to make Russia great again. You know, he kind of had the, <laughs> he had the M-R-G-A instead of M-A-G-A. And he did a, you know, a good job. Now, Russia is more like a mafia federation type government, but for the most part, he has allowed more freedoms and things than uh, what we're starting to see here. I mean, you know, so, yeah, I agree basically with uh, Marshall's assessment. Um, they, the United States, the Eurasian, they want to, if you read Zabigny's book, as a matter of fact, I sent you a film, uh, Shep, on the domination of Eurasian. I break down Zabigny Brzezinski's book on how they want to uh, break down Russia and Europeanize it, basically. Uh, Marshall, do you think they will use the uh, Anunnaki invasion as, uh, do you think they're obviously aware of this and, and how will this play into the Russians' tactics and, um, you know, possibly U.S.? Um, you know, how will it tie in? Well, what I'm actually, what I say in my video is that, in, and bear in mind, this prophecy of Ash prophecy was given to me 10 years ago. And when it was, it was like, see, what? but <laughs> I, it was, I knew I, you know, my, I, I knew I got it right. I, that was the message. We would confirm it. And um, sure enough, everything's clicking in. This, I don't know how the Anunnaki view the nation. I don't think they do. I think they're seeing this, you know, in my video series. I make a point of it. It's, it's a 10-part series. It's easy to follow through. It's free. Just go ahead. Go to my site, yowusa.com, and I, I walk you through what they're going to do and why they're going to do it. But I think this is something where the Anunnaki are going to lean in favor of the Slavs uh -huh. against the Nordics. All right. When you're talking NATO, you're really talking Nordic because it's Nordic okay. nations control it. That's Europe. All right. Europa. And this is something where we're the biggest, baddest, meanest boys on the block. Uh -huh. You know, what amazes me is we're. We we're trying to intimidate the Russians with uh -huh. these all of these sanctions. We've hit them with enough sanctions to destroy any country in the history of the world. Yeah. And in what's happening, our economies are tanking, and Russia is doing very nice. Thank you, very steady gain in GDP. Because you know what? They don't need us. They don't need us. That's all. They don't need us. That's how Trump would say it, right? They don't need us. <laughs> okay. And they're trying to intimidate them. Look at what we've done. The Germans, they have enough ammunition for one day of warfare. The Canadians gave all their weapons to Ukraine. Yeah. yeah stupid is a stupid. They came out and said, uh, well, we, 
gave all of our weapons to Ukraine just last year. All of them. That's right. I mean, and look at the rhetoric rhetoric we're coming out of the left. On the left, they're saying, well, we're going to use gravity nuclear bombs to take out Moscow and destroy Putin. Ha, ha, ha. And there's, I see people who have never been in the military, don't know what a war is, don't understand how miserable it can be. They're into fantasies that they don't well, want to pay for. Well, these Russians got those nuclear missiles that fly around forever. You know, huh? they, they got those missiles that fly around forever. Those nuke, the Russians now. Yeah, and they got the Poseidon torpedoes that are 10 times the size of a conventional well, torpedo. Yeah. CBS had to retract part of their special coming out. They had to pull 30 minutes out of it. They have a special coming out on uh, Ukraine because uh -huh. one of the uh, generals over there that's from the – he might be from Australia, and he's over there fighting you know, for Ukraine. It says on there, we're only getting 30% of the weapons they're sending. We're only getting 30% of uh -huh. the ammunition that they're sending us. Where's those other 70%? You know, there's a lot of it going to uh, Northern African nations as well, right below Libya, by the way, where hmm. Al Qaeda elements are. So I believe wow. a lot of that's being funneled in there because they still have this agenda to overthrow Syria. So I believe right. a lot of those yep. weapons are being sent that way as well. All right. This is. We are in a world war, and our we're the bastards who started it. Yeah, well, there's and nothing. That's just no. simple. We're the ones who started this, not the Russians. The Russians. Look, if you know, look what well, look I, I remember the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh -huh. I was a little kid, okay, very very little kid, but I remember all the adults were pooping their collective pants. People yeah. were buying guns and ammunition, stockpiling, right. hysteria. It was hysteria. Guess what? We're going to have, we're on the verge of this. We're, we're inching our way up to a nuclear crisis here. And we're the ones who started the conversation about using nukes preemptively, not the Russians. <laughs> And so I don't blame Putin for saying, okay, we're pulling out of the agreements. If you're not going to honor them, why should we bother? All right. Uh, this is, this is the West wanting to do have their way with Russia and do whatever they want. I'll be honest with you. When I look at the West and I look at our leadership, we're Nazis. Mm -hmm. All right. And if there's one thing Nazis love killing more than, uh, you know, more, you know, love more than killing. Well, they brought Slavs, them, it's Jews brought okay? and they want to, you know, this is let's go get the Slavs. This is they understand. Uh, they understand. I think Putin has this war. He could have ramped it up much harder, much faster. And he, but it's Christian Slavs versus Christian Slavs. It's brother on brother over there. That's the pity of Ukraine. And I don't think they want that. You know, the prime minister of Israel, before Bibi got back in, he actually got a deal worked out between Ukraine and Russia. And both countries made hard, 
you know, they made hard concessions to get this. And NATO came in and said, no, 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 we're going for regime change. We're going to get rid of it. Was you know, that, uh, they that did was, it to uh, the United was, States. They this is regime changes. Their old trick is the best trick, and you know they could do it to the biggest kid on the block, the United States. And we got what do we got? We got this puppet, this deep state puppet, sitting up there, doesn't even know the time of day. All right, other yeah. than what he's told. In did the you hear him? The, the what was it yesterday saying? Talking about Trump being uh, possibly the next president. He was like. Uh, it was a easy, yeah. Uh, they're going to bring they're going to bring Trump back to save their asses. That's what everyone's going to do. They're going to realize these people are leading us into war, and the only way to fix this is to take something I like anybody realizing that. Like uh, you're talking about, like the left realizing, or that they're putting they're taking us to war, or what? I think everyone after we are going to have. Look, everybody's in their little bubbles and said, oh, okay, I just am going to believe Rachel or whatever I'm going to do. You know, there, there's a lot of people in their bubbles. We're very hard uh -huh. to get people out of their bubbles. When people are running to the shelters, they hear the sirens and they're worried about becoming radioactive dust. That's a come to Jesus moment for the whole country. All right. Mm -hmm. And at that point, we're going to say, I don't know what the hell's wrong with these people, but anyone's better than them. Bring back Orange Guy. Which I, is I mean, and that's how Trump's going to get back in. He's going to come in. Just, it's not about political and about you know, constitutional. You know, they don't like, care. It's like, about we want to save our ass. Like to me, I sit back and I'm looking at this from not even the hillside in Marshall. I'm looking at this from space, from a helium inflated satellite lens. Mm -hmm. I'm zooming in and I'm thinking, damn, it sounds like a soap opera, though. You know, you can sell a lot of guns to all your gun companies uh, that you own and you have all your cronies embedded. And it's always the same thing. It's always drop, cover and roll tuck behind your desk. You don't even have to sell the actual guns. You know, it's just a money laundering scheme. Yeah. Yeah, Ukraine's just, it's its prostitution, trafficking, money line. It's their breadbasket, man. It's their slush fund country. And that's it's the reason like that's we're going to fighting. suspend this vaccine program here pretty soon and blame this on Trump. Reel in Biden in it, too, because the Biden administration pushed it yeah. and cropped it all up at once uh, because the vaccine, what's being revealed now with the vaccine, with the Twitter files, with Redfield, uh, the last two days or, or three days, uh, throwing Fauci and them under the bus. It's coming that they're going to, it's the last thing they have to stop Trump is to blame the vaccine on him because the majority of uh, Trump supporters are not too happy about the vaccine. His, uh, braggadocious nature with the vaccine. So right. their last, um, hardcore so Trump supporters. They they basically they like they already have a va they have a vaccine that is ready, right? That they've been testing the last three years, so it's good. This last one, we're sorry, it was an accident. We need amnesty for you guys, you know. But uh, it was all Trump's fault, and it was all Fauci's fault, and it was all Biden's fault, and it was all these people that were pushing the vaccine, 
right? Now we have a new a new guard coming in, and this time, this time it'll be fine. We I also mean, have to wonder with the continuity of government, and the, this all was openly admitted by Newsweek, and my film Shackled to Silence covers it, which uh, you know obviously Marshall Masters appears in, uh, but the continuity of government aspect and and just uh the the possibility that uh we are still in continuity of government and the possibility that they actually had to run the biden administration as a puppet administration trump's always been in power and the possibility that they'll make it look like he comes back in the power but he's really technically always been through in this emergency now i don't know that's the case in a continuity of government thing but you would almost think it is and that would explain a lot of these uh the president not looking the same people saying he's wearing a mask you know him acting real weird they got like body doubles they're running of them um you know he's not they this this government's not really doing much they don't really say much it's almost just like well what's going on here you know they were uh, Donald Trump was even saying they're not going to let him in the White House. There was people thinking he was in Fort McPherson at a fake White House, uh, Biden, and the press corps is acting all weird. They well, were they showed him on, on a fake White House stage. He's fake, and then they showed us it's fake. Like, you it's, think uh, they could, uh, I mean, being in the state of you know, obviously they're not going to tell us what happens in continuity of government, but like you would almost assume that you would remain in as president, right? Or, or if they enacted the 50 governors FEMA uh, directive. Continuity of government doesn't that relinquish uh, presidential power uh, at that point? Yeah, um, right. But they might have to do a puppet show, and that's why things might seem so weird lately yeah, the shadow, um, i mean the shadow government that's what the continuity of government it is right i mean it's basically a shadow government put into place yeah. and trump what about national emergency we can just put people's face on rant can you pull up the technology and show marshall the basketball player and yeah, they got technology now marshall where they can do deep fakes on the fly and they can cut people into live sporting events or anything Oh yeah, I saw that. That is wild, absolutely huh? stunning. Amazing. I mean, the stuff that they're doing now. But we, all of you this, know, think about think let, about let this me too, give guys. you guys a dose of reality. Do you want to know how people are going to die in the next two years? Anybody really want to know? I know. Yeah, I can tell you exactly how people are going to die. All right. Look, I was an army medic. Mm -hmm. All right, ninety-one Bravo, which helps me when I'm talking to docs. All right. And I've been talking to docs for two years now about all of this. And one in particular, she treated all of her patients starting in March of 2020. And she never lost one COVID patient. All of her COVID patients had full successful recoveries. Everyone else in her clinic, their, their patients were dropping dead. Now, why? because she was prescribing ivermectin and HCQ. She was going, she was, she refused to do the Fauci protocol. And because her patients weren't dying, it was hard, you know, her clinic knew that if they fired her, she'd have a wrongful termination suit. All right. And she was, she stood up to them and she 
didn't hang up her shingle and retire from medicine until the Supreme Court said, you got to take the jab. And she went like that and uh, that she took down the shingle. Now, it's interesting because today we just had a long conversation uh, on my site. <clears throat> I have an article, how the meek inherit the earth, saving the vaccine, you know, saving the vaccinated. And um, there is a way for the vaccinated to try and mitigate and arrest the damage and have as much of a good life as possible. All right. What will, what's been happening is that if you were just jabbed and you did it early, they were using uh, the batches varied very, very differently. I followed that. Uh, the, the strongest, most powerful batches of the vaccine were going to the red states. And to the blue states, they were sending actually a lot of uh, normal saline placebo. That's what I was but, thinking. Too. Uh, this is where in the blue states, however, they were fully boosted. And once, you're, once you've had one jab and two boosts, your immune system is gone. I want like eight and jobs and like what, 18 booths. Right. And what, what is, what's going to happen is people don't realize it. COVID, as we know, is already changing. All right. So you're going to have new variants. And your immune system is so deficient, it makes you vulnerable to COVID. And what will happen is this is going to start happening Next flu season, and we're going to be seeing this is because it is going to change. And what will happen is COVID, we're going to have a new variant. And what will, for the people who are fully vaccinated and boosted, their bodies, when they see that COVID, they're going to immediately, you know, you know, sound the fire alarm. Let's go get them, boys. But the problem is, is the spike protein makes every cell in the body look like COVID. And what will happen is people will catch, you know, they'll catch a cold, they'll catch COVID, they'll get it, and their bodies will go insane. They're going to have an AIDS-like reaction to it, but it's going to go very, very quickly. And you're going to have most of the people dying of sepsis, which that is... That way can give out all the old AZT bundles that they have that Fauci was working on. They can probably incorporate that into the vaccines. You no, know, the doctors are all saying, look, the ones that the guys, you know, we I hear about the med beds, the, you know, the magic elixir shot, they got so this, this, that. There's nothing. If you got the jab, you got the poison. There's yep. only one way you're going to save your ass is that you have got to get into a clean environment where you remove contamination, eat well. You have to have a mind, body, spirit program. All of this is described in my article, Saving the vaccinated. The problem with the vaccinated is there. there's two kinds. There's, there's the ones who are redeeming themselves from a bad mistake. We got to get out of here. And most are